Hello. <laughs> Hello. We're back, 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 back again. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> Who oh. are you? Now that she said we're for friends. We're back, back, back again. <laughs> we literally are though. We are. In our houses. <laughs> I know, over Zoom. Wait, do I, Zoom. Ooh, should I mention that? The well, Zoom. I mean, yeah, you're gonna know because this is. It clearly sounds like a Zoom call. We don't have studio access. We're just using our like <laughs> home microphones and home setups to bring you more Diva Dive because we love bringing yeah. you Diva Dive. Even if it's on like the microphone on my like seven dollar headphones from Woolworths. Literally. Honey, mine's free from an airplane. Oh, nice. There you go. Oh, we also have guess who's also back, 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 back again. After like the longest time ever, our producer Agatha, who hey. yeah, it's probably internationally, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we all know the Dive has an international fan base, so it makes sense that we have an international team. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Like <laughs> taking over one region at a time. Got Australia. Got like, like okay, Agatha's part of Asia. <laughs> one one country in Asia. One country in Asia plus Australia. We'll see where we go next. Yeah, plus we're like still s- strangely popular in Brazil, I feel like. Oh so my if you're God. from Brazil, shoot us an email. We would love to hear. Well, do we have to? Uh, yeah, are they asking us to come to Brazil? I feel like that's Ooh. a pretty big request with the world the way it is right now. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone expects us to go anywhere, but you know what? Maybe this can be like a pick me up for like everybody in the world. Wow, that's I'm true. like really putting out like. Yeah, uh, high hopes for this episode. This like oh episode we decided to shoot like what last week. <laughs> 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 but anyway, oh, it feels so good to be doing the intro again after a long time. Yeah, we haven't recorded uh, since last like November or something, last December. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We we recorded before all of this happened, so we're just yeah. like happy go lucky in those last recordings. We're like, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna be <laughs> Let's go to America. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> then, yeah, neck minute. Yeah, yeah. So if you've been listening from like those last few recordings, it yeah, it must have been the biggest like culture shock. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Do you want to do the intro or should I? Like, we're so professional. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't mind. <laughs> okay. I don't mind. I deigned to do the intro over you guys. Oh my god. Go ahead, Mark. Okay. Yeah. Um, Diva Dive answers the age-old question of what makes a diva standable by diving into the most comprehensive portrayal of their lives and career there exists, their Wikipedia pages. Join us whenever we have time, whenever we make time, as we delve into our chosen diva's Wikipedia page section by section before we ask ourselves the burning question, do we stand? Do we stand? Wow, oh we let the floor so up on that do. one. This this is so hard over Zoom. Okay, this is like I didn't expect it to be this long. <laughs> I was looking at it like, are you gonna like are you gonna are you gonna okay, are we gonna do it again? Three, two, one, three, two, one. Yeah. Three, two, one, do we stand? Do we stand? Oh okay. <laughs> Look, I feel like this episode like this is indicative of like the crazy times right now. Of course nothing not everything is gonna go to plan during this episode. because um, nothing has been going to plan this entire year. So there you go. Trying to justify our, uh, <laughs> the fact that we're rusty in this. 
Yeah, literally. And like, we read that whole intro, but it's like, we're not even doing a Wikipedia page or any individual diva today. This is just an industry update on what the music industry has been up to. True, true. We're, yeah, we're, we're free. We don't need divas anymore. We just have ourselves. Wow, that's, that's a big call. That's, I don't know if I feel reassured Wouldn't that, that be the biggest plot twist that actually, <laughs> in the end, we are all the divas. Literally. <laughs> oh, the, oh my god, we're the real divas we found along the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's all in us. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's nice. Let, let's try and live up to that this episode then. Um, mm, not saying that we will, not promising anything, but at least we're trying. At least we're trying. Well, I'm going to be uh, the diva here and I'm going to insert myself into the narrative of this episode to talk about how my life was ruined by coronavirus. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, like... I'm, yeah, look, I'm keen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I'm being traumatic there and I know people have had it worse, but basically, yeah, so for the first three months of this year, I was in America, um, which is why we pre-recorded all those episodes in the first place. Um, but then went to America, and then as soon as the pandemic hit, I was forced to come back home. And that's just kind of where I've been. Haven't had the chance to record any more Diva Dive, because we pre-recorded all those episodes, and we've been releasing them through quarantine. But, yeah. That's my year so far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I... I've had nothing going... I feel like my... Yeah, no, it, it, nothing has been as exciting as, you know, going to America and coming back for me. <laughs> um, I've just been keeping on, keeping on. Like, uh, yeah, no, there's literally nothing to say other than, oh, everything is online now. Uh, the world is, like, a weird place now. And yeah. I am coping, I think. <laughs> Should we deep it um, into coronavirus as Wikipedia page? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Apple. We can call it, like, a... <laughs> Yeah, like a, a Ms. Rona special episode or something. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we did not stand. We did not stand. Spoiler alert for the end of the episode. Oh my god. No, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to go and edit the thumbnail for the episode with the coronavirus thing and actually call it the Ms. Rona episode. It's such a good idea. Oh my god. Well, like, by putting our faces on it or something. <laughs> Our faces. No, we're, no, actually, we're on like the spiky things. Like they have like a spiky, you know. <laughs> oh my god! It's just that's um, too much. Too much. <laughs> wow! Look at um, that. If yeah. This makes the final cut of the episode. Wow! That's what an insight into our production decisions behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. In terms of like my listening habits during quarantine, though, I I feel like they've changed com- somewhat. Mm-hmm. We're cutting that out. We're cutting wow. that out. <laughs> um, okay. Becoming more so, religious. Yeah. More religious, not Wait. even. Like, <laughs> this whole big out, I, I, I kind of want to backtrack a little here into covering a couple of like major world events, or not major world events, but like major music world events that have happened since we last recorded. Um, not just Corona, but like since we last recorded at the start of December, Mariah Carey got another number one, and I feel like we need to start the episode by acknowledging that. Do we? I feel like it's coming up at the end. Like, we had, like, relegated it to the, oh, by the way, <laughs> section at the end. So I'm not sure why it's coming up, like, first and foremost. And we have, like, many more interesting things to talk about. <laughs> I just thought it was important, given that, like, 
we relegated to the end all of the stuff about Charm Bracer and E equals MC squared. But All I Want for Christmas is You spent three whole weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100. Three whole weeks, and I feel like we need to acknowledge that. Including, like, the first week of 2020 as well. So it really, like, started the year off with a bang, and then it was all downhill from there. I feel like maybe there's a correlation between, like, All I Want for Christmas is You starting the year off <laughs> on a bad note, and then the rest of the year just getting <laughs> infinitely worse. I feel like Mariah maybe cursed us, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, okay, I think that the best number one this year has definitely been All I Want for Christmas is You, and it's just all been downhill from there. Um, I think, like, given... Okay, first of all, I strongly disagree. <laughs> Second of all, like, for Mariah's uh, one-hit wonder track to... Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> but for her Christmas song that gets overplayed every single year to make 2020 number one, like, first number one of 2020, when... 2020 was the year that it was, and there isn't really that much competition out there. It's not really saying much, is what I'm trying to get at. I, I went the really long way around that because I didn't want to insult all the labs who I know are absolutely feral and will come after me. But <laughs> I just think it, it just real it just hit me that like both Mariah and Ariana have number ones this year, and we can't like drag 2020 without dragging both of them. Um. I drag Ariana like she's releasing like new music <laughs> that's going number one <laughs> like nothing there to drag I guess oh my god we will get into that because I'm sure we'll find something but you know what I think you also wrote down talking about your listening habits so I want to know how have your listening habits changed okay I uh, this is gonna sound insane um so I haven't actually been keeping up with a lot of new music during quarantine because I feel like a lot of my listening habits were kind of dependent on like travel and like I, I listen to a lot of music on public transport or like in between traveling to places um or I'm just much more like you know on the pulse like I, okay, I'm like not I've been wanting to say this on air for like ages but I feel like I'm the like the weirdest person to have do a music show because my listening habits are anyway so out there like <clears throat> I don't I don't listen to full albums I <laughs> like I find out about new releases like pretty late I feel like I'm the kind of person who I'd like to think I'm like the average listener and that I'm not on the ball with like everything but I don't know I don't know I feel like we've got the music expert i.e. you who keeps up to date with everything and then there's just me with my um a little out there listening habits anyway but um anyway I digress. Um, my I don't know if you that meant you or um, Agatha, because I feel like Agatha's got a finger on the pulse, like, all the time. Yeah. I feel up. like both of you have that. Yeah, no, for sure. Agatha's, like, so, like, up to date with everything, whereas I'm, like, I find out about really old songs, like, like, I found out a really old song yesterday, and now I'm just, like, into it, so, and I revisit old favourites. I've been doing that a lot this quarantine. I've just been revisiting old favourites of mm. mine, and, um, <clears throat> Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with new releases as much, except for Ariana Grande, of course. But yeah, it's just been a lot of old favourites and rediscovering. I also have this thing where I play Tetris and I just stream the one song what? on repeat all the time. The Tetris background song? <laughs> I do. Like, I just... Okay, another thing that has happened this quarantine, I discovered YouTube music. So, um, I don't know one uses it. I don't, you both look, oh God, your face is over Zoom. You're looking at me like, I'm insane. And I think you might be right. Um, <laughs> it's just, 
like I'll play my Tetris in one tab and then I'll have Mewtwo music in the other tab. And it, I'll choose one song and I'll listen to it on repeat while I'm playing Tetris. That's so wild. Yeah, I, I think I got a high score to like kill Swissler. <laughs> a Tetris I, high score. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> You're a gamer girl, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you both are so concerned. Oh my god. I guess it's like we think your life choices. Like that's that's the look that I'm getting from Agatha. Hi, my name's Haruni and I play Tetris. Hi Haruni. <laughs> this is actually an intervention. I didn't even know. Like I I I don't know. I just I feel like yeah, maybe it was a mistake, like admitting to that on air, but like yeah, I, I just was in this weird habit of Repeating all the I don't know. I feel like it makes me play better. So maybe it's just a game that's actually not to work on. I'm kidding, I'm not a gamer. I just <laughs> casually so play Tetris. Look, we all have our habits of getting through. We all play games. Time. I think we, we all. Actually, <laughs> we all play games. Oh, wow. Victoria Justice moment. I would be the Ariana to your Victoria. Is that true, though? I don't know, I've never seen the show, but like the vibes <laughs> I think you're picking them up. Okay, sure. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, um, no, your like, so... Huh? Your music habits are like wild to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'd be wild to anyone. <laughs> All the Tetris things for starters. But like, <laughs> I've always been team like to the whole album and then pick and choose songs from the album um and like especially quarantine i feel like for me it's like i've gone i like i've listened to new albums because like what else is there to do i'm just like expanding uh my music taste because i i don't know i think that despite the whole mariah's thing i'm actually a pretty uh, broad listener when it comes to music oh, wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> <Say> so. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, but there's been a couple that I've listened to and I'm just pulling up my Spotify library to have a scroll through because, like, I don't remember. There's a lot going on. But, um, Rina Sawayama's album stands out. Um, Lennon Stella's 321 I've got a bunch saved from. Um, I went and discovered this, like, one random, like, indie group called Beach House. Who are cool. Um, and also this other random group called Hippocampus, who are also cool. Um... I don't know, I've just been listening to like everything. Oh my god, Chloe X Haley, they're cool. And um of course the biggest music event of this year, which has been Chromatica. I mean, yeah, for uh several reasons. <laughs> yeah, we can we can get into those reasons. We can get into those so. reasons. Um on that note. See, I have a thought about that because I feel like Chromatica is like the biggest and most pressing one now, but also like the Dua Lipa album was a pretty big event too. Uh, I'm not as familiar. It kind of like just peaked for a bit and then disappeared throughout April, and I don't really know why. Maybe that's um, just me. Yeah, I, I heard like one song off that album. Which I didn't mind, and I can't remember the name of it, so don't ask me which one. <laughs> oh my god. Um, look, I like Dua Lipa. Oh, maybe we should have done the diva dive on there. 
Well, yeah. yeah, this is definitely the time for that conversation. Um, but um, I, I like a lot of her older stuff. Mm. Like her first song, Be The One. I don't actually know that one. Yes. Oh my God. It's like the song that made her famous, right? Like it's the one that put her on the map. I, I adore that song. I think it's like, it's probably my favorite song of hers. So if it's anything like that. But I feel like her style has changed a lot from what I've seen from her afterwards. But I, I don't think it's quite like that anymore. What mm. Anyway, let's back to Chromatica because that is the music of the moment. Um, we're going to go to a song break and we're going to try and engineer it in a way that's possible on Zoom. But like when we were deciding what to do for the song break, I, I, I know we had a big discussion about whether to put our Rain On Me or another song because Haruni's only heard Rain On Me and I feel like there are good songs on there that she should listen to. Um, um, look, I'm always open to expanding my horizons. Um, but, you know, we'll see after the song break if we would we should have chosen Rain On Me because I, I did, look, I tried my best. I, I made some, like, this was a tough call because I, I, I tried to push really hard for Rain On Me because I thought that's what the people wanted to hear. I was like, no. let's think about the people. The people adored Rain On Me and maybe we should just give it to them. The people but, adored Rain yeah. On Me for one week, except the people of Croatia, apparently, who adored uh, it. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's, no, 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 you can't call Rain On Me a one-week wonder when it rain. It is currently for two weeks at number one on the Croatian chart. So, you know, Croatians are valid. People of Croatia, if you're listening, people of Croatia. good on you. Our Croatian listeners, thank you for keeping that song at the top of the charts. Um, also, you have taste. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just, just so we know, uh, Rain On Me is officially not a one-week wonder. Okay, cool. Let's listen to Enigma now, because <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> but also, I'll explain why after. Um, in terms of this song break, I'm like confused about how to engineer it. I'll just play it from my computer and see how the audio goes. And if you can hear the song, you can hear the song. Okay. This is Enigma. Wait, I'm an idiot. I've got headphones on, <laughs> so it's not going to play loud. Oh my god. Let me literally <coughs> take my headphones out for this. Um, uh, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't... What did you think? I didn't mind it. Mm -hmm. Um, did I like it better than Rain On Me? Uh, no. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> um, I thought it was very, I feel like I say this about a lot of Gaga stuff, but it was, it was reminiscent of other Gaga songs. Mm. And yeah, it had that nice, like, kind of upbeat kind of vibe. Um, like, it could be a banger if I liked it a bit more. Oh, wow, that sounds so shady. <laughs> I didn't hate it. No, yeah, I, I didn't hate it by any means. But, um, yeah, I, would I listen to it, like, over and over like I do with other songs? I don't think so. But, I, like, if they were to play somewhere in the background, I, I wouldn't mind it. Mm-hmm. Wait, that, that was such a weird... Yeah, I know. Cool. You just like called it elevator music. What the fuck? No, no, no. It's not though, because it doesn't sound like elevator music. Like mm. elevator music has a certain vibe. It's like 
it's not like fun, but it's like it, it it's like party music to me. It's like something that you have on like at a party. Like it's it's the kind of song you don't have to think too much about. It's just like you know, it's it's just the vibe. And like, Rain on Me wasn't that. <laughs> Rain on Me like had more to it, and I think Ariana's vocals like contribute. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. My take on Enigma is that like it's it's very representative of the album in that it was like it took it took you back to kind of fame and fame monster era Gaga and also art pop era Gaga because I still maintain art pop is like <laughs> legendary. Um, but it's also like it incorporates like I don't know it incorporates like bits and pieces of how her vocals have come since then. Like I hear a lot of Perfect Illusion in it for some reason. Um, well, no, I can. Now that you mention it, I can. Yeah, I can see that. I, it, it is similar to like the fame and fame monster. Like, I, like I definitely caught that. Like when I first listened to it. But what, what was it? Perfect illusion. Yeah, oh, the song that I hate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. I don't think you're doing yourself any favors by comparing it to a song that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mentioned this before. Anyway. Um, yeah, you yeah, literally did not yeah, mention this when we did Lady Gaga. <laughs> I feel like I should have. Maybe I was holding back. Mm. I hadn't like found my. It was our first episode. I I hadn't like gotten into my um critiques. Well, my my critiques that that kind of begin and end with uh I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) TBT. (laughs) Yeah, this is music described as by someone who doesn't know that much about music. Have you listened to the rest of Chromatica though? No, my. My infatuation kind of began and ended with uh, <laughs> Rain on Me. Rain on Me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have thoughts about Rain on Me, though. Okay. Like, if we um, go to the Negro. <laughs> Mark's not having it. I'm just trying to think, <laughs> if, like, are we done with the album as a whole and are we now ready to talk about this one specific song? Let's talk about Rain on Me. Um, yeah, because, like, okay, another thing that's unique to this episode is that since I have not been listening to new music, a lot of these songs that we're playing during the song break are the first time I'm ever hearing them. So th- these are, like, off-the-cuff reactions to, like, my first time ever hearing some of these songs, um, if not all of them. Um, but, yeah, look, I can't talk to, like, Chromatic as a whole album because, like, I wasn't... Um, oh, I feel bad saying this, but I wasn't interested enough to, like, listen to it beyond, like, Rain on <laughs> But with Rain on Me, like, okay, I will say, like, it is such a fun sound, like, for a song. Like, it, it, it reminds me a lot of, like, older pop music. Like, it has, like, that upbeat kind of dance ability, dance along ability. I just dance on my team. Um, <laughs> but it had that. Uh, oh, and the video, amazing. Um, Ariana's look outfits are so cute and on point. Um, Lee Gaga looks great as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like obviously like blown away by Ariana and like her makeup was so fun and I know people love like the hair down look but I actually really love the ponytail with the streaks in it and the butterfly wings look in general like I sound like a madman like Ram at the moment <laughs> um but also oh I was a bit undecided on whether I loved the dancing and choreography um because at the start I'm like oh the jumping up and down bit looks a little bit awkward to me but I, I, there are some fun moves in there and like props to like them both for doing choreo. Uh, yeah, I, I do have a new, okay, that, that song kind of grew on me a little bit because it's catchy mm. and I kind of listened to it 
repeatedly for like the week that it came out and then I haven't really touched it much since but that's what everyone did apparently I, I don't know like that's the thing because it's not a bad song it's just like and whenever it's on I'm like oh my god this is such a great song like why don't I like, listen to it more and then I just don't listen to it more <laughs> like I really like it and there's like like with all Ariana songs like there's a special place for it in my heart like there, there's room for it in my heart um I'm like no tears watch cry um but <laughs> you know like I'm not the biggest fan of no tears watch cry but no we're getting into a totally different episode yeah this is the part of the episode where I just talk about Ariana for no reason um but yeah th- there is room for it in my heart and in my Spotify library but I don't know if it's the kind of song that I repeat listen to, like I do with a lot of Ariana songs. Um, mm. But I will say it is a record-breaking song. It gave Ari her title as the artist with the most Billboard Hot 100 number one debuts. So, it, you know, it's it's a record-breaking song. It's a historical song, some might even say. So there's some appreciation there. We're going to come back to that. But also, like... <laughs> Let's finish talking about the rest of Chromatica, though, because, like, I think a lot of Chromatica's actually like that. It's, like, a bunch of songs that are good, but that you wouldn't listen to necessarily on repeat like that. Um, and, like, you know how Chromatica has those, like, three interludes in it and how it became, like, a big thing, especially, like, the second interlude going into the track 911? Yes, I, I found out about it yesterday. You know, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm not on Stan Twitter like both of you and um, Mark with your Stan account that I, I'm pretty sure to this day that you use to like bully Arianators online. I, would I mean, never. I mean, you said that you don't, but you can go through know. my tweet history. M Y I N I R. Go and find me. Um, <laughs> but I just use it to like post the I don't know shit about Mariah all the time because that's who I am. But also, like, I don't know. You've never gotten involved in any flame wars or anything like that? Never gotten involved in flame wars. Just in hashtag justice for Mariah Carey album movements. Okay, well... The usual. We'll get to that later. Um, (laughs) Have you actually taken the time to listen to one of the transitions? I listened to Chromatica 2 to 911. Oh my god, what did you think of that? Um, I listened to it via some of the memes that I saw, and oh. I think it's upbeat, and I actually really like the, <laughs> okay, maybe I, maybe it's like a positive association from like this really funny meme that I saw, but like, no, I think even besides that, it, it's just really like, like, it, it makes you feel like pumped. Mm. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this feels good. Like, that kind of music? Yeah. Yeah, um, part of me is like, the actual transition is good, but also the transition, somebody did a version of the transition between the Chromatica 2 and um, Can't Get You Out of My Head by Kylie Minogue. And like, the way it kind of speeds up ever so slightly when it gets into the Kylie song is like, chef's kiss. Oh my God. Can I okay, have you? I've got the tab open, yeah. so I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Give me a okay, second. do it. Okay. because I I love that Kylie song mm. and oh wow it fits so well they're very similar yeah so I'm into oh, that wow. 
Yeah, like, Chromatica 2 is probably, like, the only interlude that kind of has that exact effect. I think the other two are kind of, like, leave it or take it, you know, take it or leave <laughs> it as well, English. <laughs> Fair enough. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. My final thoughts on Chromatica is that, like, it, it's receiving what our pop should have received. And it's just, it's a fine album. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I haven't said it, but I'm willing to give it that much. Okay, um, let's circle yeah, back I to have my own Oh yes, back to Ariana Grande. Oh, it's been a big, big, like, month <laughs> or so for her, because speaking of Billboard Hot 100 number one debuts, Stuck With You. Mm. Stuck With You happened. I mean, it and did. It, it did. Um, it, look, it, it was fine, I guess. That's the, Which, I haven't actually heard it. You haven't heard it? Oh my god. I think I heard it, like, okay, in passing well, at, like, uh, I don't know, just at a cafe or something somewhere. But, like, I didn't realise that's what the song was. Oh. Look, it was, I don't even know how to describe it other than, like, it's nice. It's nice. Like, Ariana's voice is very nice in it. Um, I didn't really notice Justin that much. Um, mm. I, I was there for Ariana. Like, like no surprises there. Um, but other than that, I, I don't normally like slow songs. And I, I know I say that a lot on the show, but, like, this was, this was still nice. I, I could appreciate this for what it was, even if it was, like, a little slower. Um, it still had, like, some really beautiful, like, yeah, her vocals were really lovely, um, and I just thought it was overall fine. Yeah, didn't hate it. Not sure if I loved it enough to like keep listening to it. I don't know if I liked it more than Rain on Me. Well, um, that's the thing, is that like, yeah. like, to me, if anything, like we've got to a point in the year, especially, where like, there are so many different songs hitting the top of the chart for like one week and then immediately dropping off the top of the chart and it's like happened to four or five different songs by now and i'm kind of just mm -hmm. like all i want for christmas is you spent three weeks there like none of the songs have the longevity <laughs> i mean all of christmas is you has like what 20 years of like name recognition head start yeah <laughs> plus like it's the christmas song like of course it's gonna like it's being played everywhere it's being played like oh my god it is the reason that Okay, the suffering of like people working retail <laughs> keeps Mariah at the top of the Billboard chart because that song is played on repeat in every shopping center in the Christmas season. Okay, but like even outside of that, it's not like that song had a whole payola scandal associated with it, unlike Stuck okay. With You. So. Yeah, because funny, because okay, I'm gonna say this right now because that little bitch Takashi wasn't around in like 1990, whatever. That's why it didn't have a payola scandal. What? Because Okay, do, do I need to go? Okay, so basically the whole scandal was that Takashi69, okay, a guy whose songs I have never heard before, said that accused, actually, accused Ariana Justin, mostly Ariana for some weird reason, um, accused them of paying their way to the top of the Billboard Hot 100 chart and keeping songs from getting to number one. Um, he says all his streams, uh, all his hits were unique, but like they paid to 
get to the top of the house, like they bought multiple copies of the song or whatever. And Billboard had to re like release this long statement on like, no, this is how it's calculated. No, they won fairly. Um, even Justin went out and made a statement um, being like, oh, you know, why are you only implicating Ariana in this? By the way, like Billboard doesn't let you do that if they hear more than like, uh, if more than a couple of songs come from like the uh, from the same credit card, it's not counted anyway. You're just talking out of your ass. Um, he didn't say those words verbatim, but that's kind of the vibe that I got from his statement. Um, but yeah, oh wow, this is me ranting for like a really long time. But yeah, it really annoyed me that he went out and said that to Hikachi. Um, because you know maybe he should just make better music if he wants to be number one. Well, um, he's got his he's got his own number one now, so. Yeah, yeah, but well, all he had to do was wait and, like, you know, be attached to Nikki's hip. Um, that's all that's true. Nikki's had a good year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at the risk of, like, Takashi coming after this show, um, <laughs> get in line after Ed Sheeran, honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the risk of him coming after us, uh, I think he just made a lot of fuss out of nothing. And, um, you know, talented, like, Justin and Ariana are both incredibly talented, very popular artists, so it's really not out of the question that they could, you know, their fan bases could come together and, like, you know, really support them, that their music was, like, you know, really popular. And, and it came out, like, you know, Suck With You is a song about, like, getting through the quarantine. It's about, like, coming together. It's about, like, it's a very hopeful kind of song. So, yeah, maybe... I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. I just don't Maybe. think it's a good song. <laughs> I mean, okay, but like to say that it bought its way to the top of the Billboard charts is a bit out there. I mean, it is kind of Scooter Braun's whole thing, isn't it? <laughs> but like Billboard came out with that statement. They were like, no, this is how it's calculated. And like, is it really that far-fetched to believe that like two of the biggest artists on the planet, people who already have multiple number one debuts, is going to like have another one? Especially when they collapse. Um, given how like far it fell the week after, like, I yes, mean, and it was in like yeah. pretty hot competition with like Savage or something, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. wasn't it on me? No, it would have been like, like Savage will say so, right? It was around that time. Oh, okay. Because I remember people being like, I remember you trying to stream Savage so that Rain on Me wouldn't get to number one on the Billboard <laughs> Hot 100. I, I mean, the Savage remix was really good. I remember, I remember blocking you for saying that. <laughs> you I, jo- you I thought you were joking about it, and then you actually went and blocked me. I died. It's <laughs> like, why would you do that? Okay. Yeah. No. Mark like threatened to like stream Savage so like to keep Rain on Me from getting to the top of the charts, and I win. Um, but yeah. No, it was a very productive week when I blocked you. Oh my just, god. Just did you hit a high score on Tetris? Oh my god. Is that what you did? Get out of here. Get, get off this like, Zoom call that you started and are hosting. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I feel like whatever this discussion about like the validity of number ones are, Mariah had three number one debuts back in the 90s and they all lasted multiple weeks at the top of the Holland 100. One of them setting a record for the most number of weeks at the top. So It's not 1997 anymore. It's been like, what, 20-something years? Yeah, well, yeah, they they were in 1995, by the way. 
But like back then things were simpler, you know, you just sold albums that were good, people bought them, and that's how you hit the top of the charts. And um, in Mariah's case, stay there for 16 weeks. But nowadays it's just like um, you get enough people to like stream it or whatever, something, something, create hype for a week, something, something, a bit of payola along the way, and then you just get there for one week and that's it. No, I, I think today's music landscape has changed, that's true. And I think a lot of the newer artists are adapting to that. And uh, it's keeping them, like, you know, today's game is very different to what it was in the 90s. And artists have to adapt to that. And I don't think it's indicative of any drop in quality. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and the payoff thing, the payoff thing follows, like, every successful artist. Like, it's, it's, you know, especially when it comes to Ariana, there's always an excuse for her success. And... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's kind of getting a little tired. I didn't expect Takashi to come out with this, um, you know. But good for him, getting some name recognition on the, on the way by being attached to Justin and Ariana. You know, there, there was. I mean, that is true. <laughs> like, yeah. him hitting number one the week after wasn't any coincidence. It was him attaching himself to all of these people. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's no such thing as bad publicity. But, mm. uh, there you go. <laughs> um, well, we're not going to play his song. <laughs> Um, no. We're going to pivot to another new release from Nikki, the Queen of Rap. Um, didn't hit number one, but that's okay. Um, not everyone has one. <laughs> well, she has two now, so it's fine. Just yeah, not this yeah. one. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is Nice to Meet Ya by Megan Trainer featuring Nikki. Oh. And we're going to orchestrate another song break now for it. I liked it better than Enigma. <laughs> I mean, Queen of Rap, that... as she deserves. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, Megan Trainor has had her fair share of controversies and like, there's a lot of thoughts about the music that she's put out, um, especially recently. But yeah, no, that was, that was fun. It I is didn't mind song. it. Yeah. There you go. Nikki's been doing her thing, I guess. Um, some of it's hit number one, some of it hasn't, but it's just been a good year of output from Nikki. Despite the fact that she said she was going to, like, retire for a bit, she didn't do that, I think. She just, like, took an Instagram break for two weeks and kept them coming. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was weird. I remember feeling really, like, shocked by that, and, uh, I guess it was kind of a non-event. Hmm. And something, something, like, I forgot what I was going to say. I just, like, (laughs) I had a thought. Tried to segue into it with something, something, and then just, like, could not manifest the thought. Oh, no, what I was going to say is, she's, like, Nikki's set her own, like, fair share of records on the Hot 100 or something as well this year. Like, most entries or something, most successful rapper. Like, she's done her fair share of, she's, like, she's pulled her weight with the Hot 100. Um, She's got those number ones now, so it's not like we can hold that against her, like Mariah did in 2009. (laughs) Um, Not 2009, 2013. But like, yeah, she's she's come a long way, queen of rap. Yeah, she's on her way up. That's yeah, and that's commendable. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, the only other thing that's been happening concerning our divas is Carly Rae Jepsen has also put out um, the side B of her dedicated, which is a time. Um, I don't know if there's a lot to say about it, and I don't know if you've listened to it. Just thought it was worth a mention. I have not listened to it. Um, I know I said I stand um, Carly, but mm. yeah, I, this of all the releases, I feel like this one has been the most low key for me. Like I've heard the least about it. I've like 
this honestly surprised me like when you mentioned it, I was like oh yeah that's a thing mm-hmm. um yeah I, I don't know I don't have much many thoughts about it just because I yeah it took me by surprise and I hadn't had the chance to like, listen to it at all yeah um I thought dedicated side B was I don't know I'm just gonna give my thoughts about it really quickly and then we can move on but um <laughs> basically I thought it was like a good extension of the album and also some insight into like some of her writing process behind it because like some of the songs were like really similar to what you could find on the album some of them like were really different to what you could find on the album and there were two songs that were like basically the same (laughs) um I think like tracks three or four or something like it was basically the same song with slightly different lyrics but like a really similar melody and I think it just shows like some of her writing process and how like diverse she is when it comes to like songwriting um but also like none of these songs made the final cut anyway for whatever reason and you know that's okay it's still a decent album um i will say i liked emotion side b more than dedicated side b if only because like emotion side b had less songs but each of them were like quality um in their own kind of way mm. but yeah there are songs in Dedicated Side B that I didn't vibe with as much, and I almost would have preferred a kind of denser, you know, set of songs rather than as many as she did give us. Those oh. are my thoughts. Um, Agatha, I don't know, did you have anything else to say? Did you have thoughts about Dedicated versus Emotion? Okay, uh, I'm going to be honest. Um, I haven't been liking this Dedicated era as much as Emotion. I'm so sorry. It's such a hot <laughs> take. I know. So, like, when Dedicated Side came out, I was like, I'm sorry, but store? Mm. <laughs> Any song on Dedicated Side I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you're right. Store is, like, a bob. Should have been lead single of the Emotion Era. But what can you do? Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like, I, I, I don't, like, Emotion was a commercial disappointment, and I feel like at that point, her and her management just kind of, like, stopped trying. They're like, it's gonna sell however it's gonna sell. <laughs> mm. Um, so I guess probably that's why we, you know, it's such a low-key release. Like, there was no lead-up, there was no prep form or anything. Yeah, it was just, I think it's, yeah, after Emotion, it was just very, like, instead of producing commercial music, it was very just, like, music that was going to be true to herself and what she's interested in. Um, And especially with Dedicated Side B, I think, like, the dude from Bleachers was on it a lot as a producer and also as a featured vocalist, and I think, like... Jack Antonoff, love him. Yeah, him. Yeah, so I guess, like, that's the direction she's going in with her music, and that's fine. I, I, I quite like them together. It's a vibe. Um, and we're gonna 180 again because this is that part of the episode where we like lose all sense of structure Um, and we're gonna 180 to Ed Sheeran another one of our favourite demons (laughs) oh Ed (laughs) what do we say about Ed Um, Ed. he retired well retired in quotation marks because he is threatening to come back (laughs) threatening to come back um, I believe those are Agnes' exact words, uh, but don't quote me on that. But <laughs> he is returning from a, I don't know how long the hiatus was, not, not very. Ten months. So. 
Oh, yeah, 10 months. <laughs> you know what's really okay. funny is that, like, this link that um, is in our run sheet, when I, like, put my mouse over it, the preview says Ed Sheeran to come out, dot, dot, dot. I just think that's, like, the funniest okay. thing because I'm like, wow, he's coming out. Um, um yeah. That's Pride Month. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I think, look, I remember, like, when I first heard the news, the overall reaction was, uh, pick a struggle. I believe, or something like that, um, or like something along the lines of "This is not the time." Um, One issue like, at a time. Yeah, yeah One issue was, at a time. <laughs> but um, I guess, look, I'm. I think I'm very excited, but I'm like now intrigued. Yeah. This adverse reaction to it has made me like, mm, okay, maybe. Maybe it could be good. We don't know. Maybe it could be. Maybe, look, it's likely to be more of the same. Um, okay, knowing how Ed is as an artist, but at the same time, I, look, I don't know if I'm like exposing myself as a heterosexual here, but like, <laughs> um, I don't mind Ed Sheeran's music as much. Um, I know we dragged him for an entire episode. Um, but that that was related to other other um, personal, more personal things of his, or like career related. We'll, we'll get into it later. Uh, cough, cough, Mac Cardle. Um, but at the same time, I'm curious just because of the adverse reaction to it, and I think if he delivers something like "Don't laugh, but go away, girl," <laughs> I think. Oh my god, your face. <laughs> It could be fun. It could be fun is all I'm saying. This new album or whatever new work he's doing. Okay. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Maybe he'll get a number one debut as well and then drop off after an, uh, just a single week. Like he, he, he's already had like multiple accolades. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he doesn't need yeah. any on Billboard. We don't need to give that to him. Let's talk about <laughs> Matt Cardle though because I kind of want to give a plug to um, our boy who lied about being oh, a painter. Boy. But... Um, he's still our boy. Yeah, yeah, despite like lying about his career. <laughs> but it's yeah. fine. It happens all the time, I guess, on reality TV. We are all victims of Ed Sheeran in one way or another, you know, either Period. through listening to his music or like getting <laughs> yeah, our stuff stolen. <laughs> getting allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> um, but Matt Cardle's got a really exciting project coming up. Um, he's in a band called Seven Summers, and um, their Instagram is Seven Summers Band. We're going to give them a plug, and if their following count like doubles after this episode, we'll know that it was us. <laughs> I haven't even followed it yet, but we'll. You know, oh my god! We'll Maybe get we should support to support our boy. To support our boy, but um, also they're going to they've announced a single called Sophia, which will be out in October, and um. I figured we might do a bit of a reaction to the Instagram post, which is a one-minute acoustic kind of teaser. Ooh, exciting. I'm actually we... excited for this. I know, <laughs> I know we, like, we treat Matt Carter as a meme, but, like, I'm actually kind of excited to see what this is all about. Yeah, and hopefully, like, the song doesn't get stolen by anyone. <laughs> True. Matt, please, like, watch out for Ed Sheeran showing up to your rehearsals <laughs> or something. <laughs> I, didn't say I didn't say a name, but that's okay. Oh, my God. Do we need to cut this out? <laughs> I don't know. Let's just let's listen Allegedly. to the song. Allegedly. That saves, like, that saves you from all lawsuits, right? That, like, that's how that works. You just say allegedly and, like, 
them. You're fine. <laughs> um, okay, so this is allegedly the song Sophia from Seven Summers. <laughs> I guess that's it. The video ends there. Um, it was interesting. Yeah, what do you make of like the snippet that you heard? I don't like it actually. Like it's it sounds like it very like alternative almost. Mm, which I guess was that kind of thing to begin with. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned it. Um like indie band I I get that like indie boy band vibe from it. Mm. Um I don't hate that sound and so, so like yeah, um, yeah I, I feel like it could be interesting. It, it, yeah, like I don't, I don't hate it. Right here, right now, we're gonna create hype for um this particular song. We're gonna get him his number one, and we're gonna do it without Paola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get him his number one debut on the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, number one debut. And uh, Takashi, like, watch out. Oh my god, everyone, oh my god. Just keep your ears to the ground for Sophia by uh, Seven Summers out in October. Yeah, go support our boy Matt Cardle for his new single. Um, yeah, he's going to do a better job singing this one than he did with Rihanna. That, that, <laughs> that we know for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on yet again. So that was a bit of a like a fake song break, but let's have a real song break now for Katy Perry, who has also been releasing new music um, and doing other things as well. But let's talk about the new music first. Um, so she dropped this song called Daisies. And I don't know if you've heard it yet. I have not. Okay, let's give it a listen. And I will react to it after the break. Okay, so that was Daisies by Katy Perry. What do you think? Um... I was quite surprised, actually. It was different to what I was expecting. Um, right? It's so different. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, the thing I love about Katie is, like, her boppy kind of music. And this was, like, so not that, I feel. Um, it was something a little more serious from her. A little more, like, depth to it, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like my preference for boppy music kind of wins out in this one. It's not, like... I'm very specific about the kind of like slow ballad type songs that I like and I, I don't think this quite meshes that well with like my preferences for sl uh, slow songs. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, it, it's not a bad song by any means. Um, yeah, I thought it was a bit of a strange song at first, but I think the more I listened to it, the more I was like, oh yeah, this kind of makes sense. And like in the end, it's like really grown on me. Um, but yeah, it's very different. Mm. Especially to like the other three songs that she was putting out before as well, starting with like Never Really Never Really Over, is that what it was called? Never Really Over. Yeah, yeah. I actually do like that song. <laughs> yeah. Well it's it, it is a boppy song. It is. Um yeah, no, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I would yeah, I don't know if it was like it's a bit slowish. 
Mm. Can I just it's say like that like the theme for the song is very similar to Only the Young by the one and only Miss Swift. <laughs> See, that's like, I, 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 that know. I, yeah, I just need to point it out. I feel like it's very like, okay, in any other situation with any other artist, it could be a coincidence. But we, as we all know, the Katy Perry and Taylor Swift food feud might be back on. Oh, cool, you feel? <laughs> oh my god. I don't this know. Is what... a diva dive exclusive? <laughs> I want to say. I don't know what to feel like that. that it might be back on. That's yikes. Especially because like, <laughs> I've just been. I, I, I got into Taylor Swift like in the past few months and I've like been going back and like listening to stuff from like Red and Speak Now and it's like. At the same time as I've been like rediscovering Katy Perry because of her whole thing on MasterChef, which I've been watching. Um, oh. So I've been going back to like the deep catalog of both of these artists. Not that deep, but just like good songs from back in the day. Um, and so I don't know how I feel about the feud restarting. Maybe they were best when they were feuding. <laughs> oh, that's a hot take. Because some of their best okay. music came out of, I don't know, that time. Like 1989 and devastation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, um, no, because, okay, well, I don't know if it's for sure back on, but Katy Perry was spotted partying with Scooter Braun right after she went on like social media. She was just like, you know, she basically supported Taylor Swift. So I'm just saying. Oh. See, Taylor Swift does not like, forgive, does not forget. <laughs> Scooter Braun is like a man of mystery and he just generally can't be trusted. Right. But if Paola Haynes come from Takeshi, uh, we, we do have to question those. Just okay. to say <laughs> um, Just, yeah. Uh, just putting it out there. Like, it's a caution, like, when there's protection. Uh, what from Arianators? <laughs> I'm just saying he does snitch. He does snitch. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, he's an all around like shady dude. Mm, yeah, that's I, true. and like, yeah, I guess like Scooter Scoot- Scoot- there's not a shortage of like shady dudes in the music industry. I guess it's just like every dude in the music industry is shady except for Matt Carter. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, stand Matt Carter for clear skin. Even though he did mm. lie about his career, being a painter. That's okay. Uh, th- yeah, in the grand scheme of things, like, yeah, when you compare to these, like, Scooter and Takashi. Um, yeah, also his music is better than Takashi's. <laughs> never heard a Takashi song, but never heard a Matt Cardinal song either. But Stream yeah. Seven Summers. Yeah, yeah. yeah do that. Stream, what, what's the song? Sophia. 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 Yeah. Sophia. Yeah. Get high. Stream, stream Sophia. <laughs> 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 But also, I feel like we have to talk about Katy Perry on MasterChef. Yeah, that was wild. I have thoughts. I loved it. I I know it was very, like, it was such an out there, weird episode. Uh, Yes, Agatha, I don't know if you'd be keeping up to date with, like, MasterChef Australia. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know why I assumed you would be. (laughs) But um, basically, Katy Perry, she sings the theme song. Well, her song, Hot Hot and Cold is yeah. the theme song from Master of Australia and she made oh, a yeah. guest mm-hmm. appearance on this season. Yeah, oh sorry. 
No, no, I was just like, oh yeah, no, I remember. I, I watch MasterChef Australia. I just oh. don't keep up with it every week. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. No, um, but yeah, she came back on this Halloween season. Uh, not came back. She came for the first time to judge uh, immunity challenge. Um, and my fan, my favorite contestant, Poe, who deserves to win the entire contest won that immunity challenge. She won immunity from Miss Katie Perry. Um, just putting that out there. But also, she, Katie was really wild and really funny and like, you know, she looked at the camera a lot. Mm. And I, I just thought it was so out there and it was such a unique, uniquely fun, crazy episode that I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I know it's a very like, uh, not controversial, but it, it was a bit hit or miss for a lot of people, but I, I thought it was a hit for me. Yeah, no, I thought so too. Between, like, Reese's reaction and, like, Poe feeding her the duck or something that was too spicy and her, like, spending half the episode, like, choking, it was wild. Oh, yeah, like, oh, the way, like, she talked to the judges, her banter with, with the judges was quite nice. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, the fact that she was with child came up a lot <laughs> during mm. the episode, I remember. Yeah. And, and now she's uh, giving birth. Just... Oh, she has. Oh, I think. Nice. Oh, okay. Let me check. Let me check. <laughs> I feel like I feel I like don't want us to get sued. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Oh, imagine if it was actually Katie who did it and not Ed Sheeran who sued us and not Takashi. <laughs> it will be due this summer. The baby will be due this summer. Okay. She hasn't given okay. birth yet, but it's happening. <laughs> I was gonna say it's very like quick turnover. I just, I don't know how long ago MasterChef was filmed. Oh, true, true. Um, but yeah, no, just a fun episode overall. Mm. You should come back next next season. I don't know if I'll watch next season. But Me neither. Yeah, yeah boycotting if uh, Poe gets eliminated. Oh so my god. Just, I know it'll be too late by the time this comes out, but mm. yeah. We stand Poe in this house. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, like, other miscellaneous things that have been happening in the music industry because I kind of want to come back to Britney for a second. Mm, Britney. Mm, mm. Britney. Um, <laughs> so I think the biggest piece of news, question, 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 is that Britney burned down her gym. Oh. <laughs> That's a pretty big piece of news. <laughs> um, I don't know how she left some candles in there. And um, the gym burned down, leaving her with like two pieces of equipment. And then she filmed a workout video with those pieces of equipment for her fans. Oh my god! Oh uh, wow, that sounds like that sounds like a lot. It, it's like not music related. It's just like life news. Yeah, <laughs> it's just life. Um, and also, she claimed that she could. She claimed that she was faster than Usain Bolt, which had that whole like slew of memes around it as well. I mean, I believe. <laughs> I believe as um, well. Please. Sure, sure. He's yeah. the fastest man on the planet, right? Um, yeah. But, like, <laughs> Queen Brittany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually haven't heard about either of these things. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Was it was that big news? Like, the Bernie Downer gym thing that seems out there. But also, like, possibly <laughs> you saying bold. I feel like people would, like, really react to that if she, you know, came up with claims like that. Yeah, people just like, um, made like, photoshopped images of like Usain Bolt halfway through the race and Britney already at the end of the finish line. 
Oh wow. Which is a lot better. Oh. Oh my god. Okay, so she didn't actually mention Usain Bolt. She just said, not just, but like she said that she ran 100 meters in 5.97 seconds. Um, and Usain Bolt's record from 2009 is 9.58 seconds. Mm-hmm. 5.97 to 9.58. Oh wow. I mean, she let she later clarified it, it was a joke. But <laughs> oh wow, yeah. But know. she added, "You better believe I'm coming for the world record." So <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I believe. Um, in other miscellaneous music slash not music news, um, Justice for Glitter has. Resulted in Glitter being made available on streaming, which is very exciting. Um, and Justice for E equals MC Squared has gotten that album to number one. And Justice for Charm Bracelet has gotten that to number one in the pop charts on iTunes, not Billboard, but iTunes. Um, and it was just an all round good time. Those aren't my favorite Mariah albums, but I'm happy that they got um, Justice or something. And I'm excited. For what's coming next. I hear she's back in the studio, so who knows, maybe we'll get a new album soon. Here's to hoping. Congrats to Pariah for, uh, you know, doing what, what literally every other artist is doing now, putting their work <laughs> on, on the, <laughs> making their work available via streaming. Yeah. That's a, yeah, claps, I guess. No, but Glitter was a whole situation because you had to buy back the rights herself to make that available. She had to like dig deep into her own pockets to buy the rights from that film that obviously are very valuable. (laughs) (laughs) Despite you never having seen it. Yeah, the very valuable rights to Glitter. So um, we have to thank her for that. Um, I guess it's available on Netflix. On Netflix? I do not know. (laughs) It was the soundtrack. She bought the rights to the soundtrack. She did what she had to do. Wow. Um, if you told me that like Netflix bought Glitter to put on their platform but cancelled like Two Can Thirty, I would have like actually screamed. <laughs> like, if that's what you're implying, <laughs> like, <laughs> they put money into Glitter but not like you know valuable shows. It's the logical next step for Netflix. Oh my god, to put Glitter on it so you can like avoid watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you let's remember since the start of our show has still not seen it. I'm saving it. We'll watch it together. It'll be a good time. Do another okay, special yeah. episode. Diva Dive into Glitter. Wow. I'll see how it's aged since I was like the last time, first and last time I watched it when <laughs> I was like eight years old. <laughs> um, what else has been happening in the world? Beyonce has been putting out some new music as well. She put up Black Parade in honour of Juneteenth. Um, and she's also, she appeared on the Savage remix. Which has been Good. I like the Savage remix, as I said before, but I'll say it again. Mm. Enough um, to uh, boycott Rain On Me for it. Yeah, as she deserves. Um, I noticed, like, I remember Say So hitting number one the first week because they were in a really tight race. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Say So, like, as long as they each have their time at number one, I'm not mad. I don't care about the order. And then Savage eventually got there, and then I was happy for it. Uh, yeah, I have thoughts about Say So, the remix. What are your thoughts about Say So, the remix? So, 
I expected so much more for a Say So Nicki Minaj remix because I love the original song. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it will probably end up being on my Spotify like most played, you know, wrap up 2020, 2020 wrap up thing. Um, I can't and, wait for yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Oh, it's going to be so out of, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a weird one. The end this year. But um, no, I love the song. And when I heard that Nicki was doing a remix, I was like so excited for it because, you know, I, I love Nicki's work. Um, and I was really underwhelmed by this remix. <laughs> like, I know people loved it enough to, you know, push it to number one. But I don't know. I feel like the best parts of the song got, like, replaced. Mm. Um, and also, like, I, I just didn't think it was that good. Like, it, it added nothing new, nothing interesting, I think. I... Enough. Yeah. I was I... just really disappointed. See, I, that's the thing, because, like, the first version of the Say So remix, I thought that was, like, st- I just thought that was really weird. Like, the whole kind of, um, syncopated little, like, disco-y riff in the background going through the whole song is what gives it continuity in the first place. And then, like... Mm-hmm. And the very disjointed. Was, yeah, it disappeared for Nikki's rap, and I was like, okay, that's respect. But also, like, it just, it loses the cohesion of the song. Um, and so the second version, which put that back in, I liked that one more. But I can see what you mean. It was just kind of like a... Mm, yeah, like yeah. The thing running. Because that's yeah. that song. It, could, it just could have been better than it was. And that's why I'm mostly frustrated. Um, did you listen to the remix of that one song from The Weeknd that Doja appeared on? In uh, your eyes? No. Oh, wait. Uh... In your eyes, I feel like I've heard the original song without, like, not the original, but like the, so- the version without Doja in it. Mm-hmm. I like the version yeah. of that with Doja. Again, I think for similar reasons, it's because that, like, um, kind of 70s to 80s, like, backing stays consistent yeah. throughout the song, and that's what ties it together. Oh. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Because, yeah, no, I like that song. I, I didn't hear the Doja version. So, hmm, sounds interesting. I will give it a listen. There you go. Um, and finally, looking forward, who's got new music coming up that we're excited about? Ooh, okay, so we've got um, Adele, who I, I know you've been begging <laughs> for us to do an episode on her, and I've been resisting, um, but Adele is coming out with new music. I expect it to be a banger, because, you know, not a banger, but like I, I expect it to be very, very good, because she's consistently, um, she's very consistent with putting out high-quality mm. work. Oh, I thought um, you, uh, you were going to say that, you know, like, because she just got divorced. <laughs> oh. I mean, we might see... Wait, who's that guy who she was dating? Skepta, right? Don't know his name. Uh, she, she was dating, like... Uh, yeah, she was dating a guy who's, like, not her style of music. Like, they have two very different styles of music. I forgot what genre he, he was. But, like, mm. yeah, maybe it'll have that kind of influence. I don't think so, though. I think yeah, it'll be we'll like, yeah. yeah, it'll be like really, or well, I don't want to make assumptions or like predictions, but I, I think it'll be like, you know, from the heart, emotional, like, like reflective of like the place that she's come since her last album, like, mm. yeah, where she's come from then and where she's at right now, which I think is exciting. I'm excited by that. Yeah. Um, and I think along that vein, Brianna's also been teasing the next album. Um, oh. I think it, I think it's been in a similar situation with the Adele, where it's like people like twenty twenty is the year, and that's the year that we've always known that those albums are coming. But um, 
I don't know, both of them have been playing the cards pretty close to the chest regarding their new albums. So, who knows? Um, and the only one someone we've got here listed is like Lana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like Lana releases things like, like pretty soon after another. I feel like she's always coming out with something new. Um, which I admire about her. You know, like that's, that's always very impressive to always be on top and like releasing new content, um, new work. But um, I'm not sure. Like, I know I said Norman Fucking Rockwell wasn't like my favorite of her albums. So I'm not sure where she's going to go from there. Um, like, again, Bored to Die, one of my also favorite albums. If it's like that, then I'll be very happy. But I don't think it's going to be like that. Didn't you say it was going to be like spoken word? <laughs> oh, that's this one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, I didn't hear about that. Oh, it might be this one. Yes. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know how she's going to navigate her way out of this year because it's been a bit of a rocky year for her. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's had like her fair share of controversies. Uh, this year. You can't take criticism, like we all know. And. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, coming back with spoken word after like that big controversy, like that's gonna be interesting. Mm, so we will see. Yeah, am I wrong for like when you mentioned spoken word for thinking like you know Tatiana in <laughs> All Star yeah. season two, <laughs> like that's kind of what I'm imagining. Oh my um, God. But if it's any, if it's even half as good as like Tatiana's performance, then it's gonna be like really great because like props to Tatiana. Props to Tatiana. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I think that's been the quarantine episode, the diva dive into Miss Rona. That's a wrap. <laughs> wow, it feels good to be back. It feels good to keep up with like whatever everyone's been up to. Yeah. yeah. Um, send us an email at divadivefodder at gmail.com with yes. what you've been up to during the corona quarantine situation, what you've been listening to what your takes are on anything that we've discussed. And I guess, I don't know, are we going to be back in the studio at some point? Are we going to have season four? <laughs> Ooh, that would be exciting. I think, look, like many artists who are, you know, not revealing too much, um, revealing a little of time, we might also try to play it coy, which we've never done before, but <laughs> that's not for everything. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Get in touch if you have any thoughts on what you want to see us do next. But yes, it's been a few months and maybe it'll be a few more. Until next time.